I'm no prepper. My pantry has only the minimum number of canned goods. My water filter is more for health and flavor than for survival. And my arsenal extends little past a pocket knife. Nonetheless, I'm always interested to learn a new skill or two for that time when industrial civilization will collapse. Rather, whether that is in just a few years or another century or two. So it was that I recently found myself listening to an episode of the Rewilding podcast by Peter Michael Bauer. Bauer is a guy from Portland who, upon learning of the coming ecological collapse, dropped out of high school and went to a tracker school. Now he teaches people such essential skills for the future as how to start a fire with nothing more than sticks and some string, how to pick a lock, or one of my favorites, how to make a salad from the weeds in your yard. On this particular episode, Bauer was in conversation with Eli Loomis, the executive director of BOSS, the Boulder Outdoor Survival School. Through BOSS's programs, for a couple of thousand dollars, you can be dropped in the wilderness of Utah with little more than the clothes on your back. There, you will be trained by a skilled instructor on how to survive for those two weeks, how to make a fire, find shelter, and have clean water. Since food is actually pretty low on the survival pyramid, most of us can go for about a month without it, most participants go the full two weeks without eating much of anything. And yet, they hike mile and mile after day after day. Though many of us may not want such an experience for ourselves, those who go through BOSS's programs describe it as one of the most profound and transformative of their lives. They talk about being in the wilderness as a time when they learned to be fully human and discovered more about themselves than they ever had before. In the episode, as Bauer and Loomis talked, there was a phrase that came up that's been echoing in my mind ever since. Bauer talked about his early teenage experiences at tracker school, and he said that one of the instructors there said that their time in the wilderness would be a fast from all things familiar. That's what the wilderness provides us. It allows us to step away from the routines of our lives, the normal patterns that we fall into, even the subtle compromises we make with what is wrong with the world. It helps us to see those things for what they are and to see ourselves in our truth. I was struck by that phrase, a fast from all things familiar, because it is the perfect invitation to Advent. Advent traditionally is a season of repentance. 
And that's certainly the message we heard in our gospel today. Repentance is not just turning away from sin. In the biblical sense, repentance is always about changing our lives and our hearts. And the wilderness is the perfect place to begin that work. Our scriptures this morning invite us into the wilderness. Unfortunately, for many, wilderness has taken on a kind of negative connotation. Even some Christian writers talk about wilderness time as any unpleasant experience. But that's not the way that our Bible talks about wilderness. In the Bible, wilderness is always the place where the people of God find their freedom. And so we are invited to find our freedom through the wilderness. It's an invitation that we find in Baruch and in the other reading that is an option for this morning, Malachi. In both of those passages, the people of God are in exile, preparing to go back to Jerusalem. And both of these prophets want to warn the people that though many of them, like us, just want to go back to the way things were, the, the way, the, go back to normal, as we say so much these days, that that desire to go back to normal would only lead to the same situation that led to exile in the first place. The prophets Malachi and Baruch call us not to go back to normal, but instead to turn towards what is good and right, right relationship with God, right relationship with our neighbors. They talk about a time when God will make a level way and bring God's own Messiah into the world to restore all things. And it's that message that John the Baptist takes up in his own wilderness time. John the Baptist is a strange character. He stands outside of the normal patterns of life, speaking always from the margins. John never goes into the villages or cities with his message. Instead, John is out in the wilderness by the Jordan. And I'd like to think of John as a kind of boss wilderness instructor, someone inviting people away from the normal so that they can learn the patterns of freedom through the fast from all things familiar. So it is that John announces the coming of the Messiah, the advent of Christ that we celebrate in this season. But we don't just celebrate one Advent. We celebrate the Advent of Christ who came, but also God's coming again, the second Advent. And the Gospel of Luke places the church in that same place that John occupies. For Luke, the church is to be like the new John the Baptist, proclaiming the coming of God's kingdom into the world and making straight the path for God's ultimate healing of all things. And if we, as the church, are called to be like John the Baptist, 
then we are called also to fast from the familiar, to go to the wilderness places where we learn our freedom and where we can see ourselves in the world truthfully so that we can call for justice and peace and love in the way of the kingdom that is coming. We have been and continue to be in a difficult time, a time when the normal patterns of our lives are disrupted. And as we move into this Advent season, I invite you to think of it, not as something that we should try to move away from, but rather to embrace. Embrace it as a wilderness experience in which we are invited to find our freedom. We should go with John, go with the church, in readying for the coming of Christ among us by fasting from all those familiar comforts that keep us from encountering God's love in its fullness. I said at the beginning of this sermon that I'm no prepper, but perhaps our scriptures call me and all of us to be preppers of a certain sort. Not the kind that amass an arsenal or even the kind that learn to make a fire with nothing but sticks and string. We are called to be preppers, not for disaster and destruction, but for salvation. That word salvation has many connotations, but it comes from the word salve, the word for healing. And that is what God's salvation is all about. It is about the healing of the world. So let us prepare the way for that salvation. Let us go into the wilderness fasting from all things familiar and joining our voices with those who came before us, Baruch and Malachi and John, saying, prepare the way of the Lord. Amen.